This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. We turn to an issue that affects many of our listeners and is bound to affect more of us in the future. Home care. It's already hard enough to access the amount of care that many people need to stay in their homes. Now, a coalition of home care providers say it is about to become harder because of the government's plan to create another agency to provide it. And they're suing to try to stop this. The providers allege that the government did not consult them, but did, and I quote, work closely with the Service Employees International Union, which represents home care workers under the banner SEIU Healthcare. The providers are charging that the decision... Uh, was made for, quote, the improper purpose of creating a body of personal service workers that could be unionized by SEIU Healthcare. And apparently this all happened as the union was running attack ads against the progressive conservatives. These are quite the charges. Now, first of all, want to hear from you and your experiences with home care and what you think about the idea of creating yet another bureaucracy, uh, which was to deal with, at least to start with, uh, a small percentage of the people who use home care. Numbers to call 416 360 toll free 1 866 740 and right now, let's go to Joanne Poirier, who is the president and CEO of the Victorian Order of Nurses and the PC health critic, Jeff Yurick. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good afternoon. Okay. Uh, Joanne, let's start with you. Uh, what made you decide to launch this lawsuit? Well, we because we're very concerned, uh, we know that the public dollars can only go so far, and we also recognize that we need to spend them wisely. And it is expensive to start up a new agency, and we don't believe that the need exists to do that. Uh, while the system is not perfect, we have a long history of providing care and working collaboratively with the government. And what our hope is, is that we will have the opportunity to sit down with the government and look at how we can improve and provide more flexibility and choice for our clients across Ontario. Okay, so right now private providers uh, provide most of the care, 95% or so, correct? That's correct. And you do so uh, so through the, um, uh, well, the community care access centres, which have been uh, abolished, correct? The CCCs um, have been rolled into the LINs, the Local Health Integrated Network, so we work very closely with our funders uh, to provide the best possible services that we can to all our clients. Okay, so um, there already is a lot of, uh, let's say, administration. Uh, Jeff, uh, what do you make of this? 
Well, it's, it's quite concerning that uh, this government's answer to every single problem in the healthcare system is to uh, uh, create a new bureaucracy to, to look at the issue. Uh, uh, Auditor General just two years ago stated that uh, the CCACs were spending 39 cents out of every dollar on its own bureaucracy. The, the Ministry of Health has grown from five assistant deputy ministers, ministers to over 22 uh, with their associated staff, and now we're seeing... Uh, uh, this government, instead of consulting with frontline providers, uh, take $3 million out of patient care to create another bureaucracy. Right. So the, the money uh, for this new agency is coming out of the dollars that are now used for home care. And uh, presumably, if the CCACs are, are any indication, 40% of that $3 million is going to be administration. Uh, is my math okay? Well, I'd even say it's worse. It's it's the the total three million dollars that they've taken just to create the bureaucracy and and uh, hire the staff and and get the IT support. So they have no numbers. The government is how much it's actually going to cost to run this new bureaucracy. That's just the startup costs. And uh, uh, I'd rather see them, uh, you know, change the rules uh, on providing home care and work with the frontline providers and, and fix uh, where the gaps are in the system. Uh, Joanne, um, do you see anything? Uh Political. I mean, you're charging that that this was. It sounds like almost some kind of um, agreement or little plot between the government and the union, and the union was helping them out with ads, and and they're going to help the union out. So I won't comment on that. I think the application itself can speak to that. Our focus is really about making sure we can provide the best possible care. We're in people's home, which is a very special place. It's a privilege for us to provide those services. And our concern is, you know, we have decades of experience amongst uh, the providers, and we really want to work with the government to look at where the pain points are, we know that uh, there, you know, it's bureaucratic and we need more flexibility and we need to listen to clients but also their families. And we, that's the opportunity that we are really asking to, to do. Um, you know, the PSWs provide very valuable services. We see that each and every day. And, and it's not an easy job. But we have nurses and we have teams that work alongside the PSWs to look at the quality of care, to listen to patients. And it's not perfect, but I think we have an opportunity if we work together. We have a history of working collaboratively with the government, and this is what we're asking for. Uh, Joanne, uh, pardon me, but but you're party to a lawsuit that, that has made uh, some pretty serious charges. I'm, I'm you know, quoting from here, uh, so I'm wondering if... if, if uh, you are making these charges in a court of law, which is public. Why won't you speak to them? It says, and I quote, the decision was made for the improper purpose of creating a body of PSWs that could be unionized by SEIU Healthcare." Yeah, I think that that is based on the facts that we have been able to pull together. And really the focus is about how can we best spend our dollars that we have that are so limited. So the the application has done, we have looked at what the facts are. We stand to be corrected if those facts are false, but really our focus is really about what is best for the client and bringing to the, the table all of the decades of experience that we have. Okay, uh, Jeff, I mean, that is quite the allegation. Um, what's your take on it? 
Well, we, we know this agency was created secretly with the government, and uh, we, we've called on the government to be open and transparent and uh, uh, release all the emails and documents that uh, uh, were, were created during the creation of this uh, new bureaucracy. Um, you know, they, they, they raised the issue, and uh, it's quite concerning, because if, if this, is actually, this allegation is, is true, then, um, then, then you start to question why the SEIU... Uh, uh, had attack ads against uh, against our party. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, uh, again, it's it's the the charges here is here in black and white. I know it's it's not the the Conservative Party that's making it, uh, but uh, but again, uh, I mean, it's uh, again qu- quite the charge, and again, it's three million dollars coming out of uh, frontline care, as you say and going into another level of administration. I mean, when the CCACs were abolished, they, they created 70 sublins. Um, uh, have you seen numbers on how much that cost? That, that numbers are, are, are still coming in, but uh, uh, what, what we're hearing from frontline healthcare professionals that are trying to deliver the services the, is the, uh, the support is not there from the government with regards to the funding. Uh, the CCACs may have been abolished, but... Uh, uh, the staff just moved over to a new title, uh, so they haven't really decreased the administration or bureaucracy in, in these these lens. And it, and, and it just boils down: this is, this this is a liberal government for 15 years has invested in bureaucracies and administration, which has taken money out of frontline care, and and we're seeing it here again: uh, three million dollars to create a new bureaucracy when when in fact um, we have uh, uh, service providers providing care uh, who uh, would. Would like to expand what they're doing and, and are, are restricted because of uh, the rules the government has in place. They'd like to modernize and, and provide better service, but the government uh, uh, isn't moving and not being flexible on, on making the changes necessary. Instead, they take $3 million and create a new bureaucracy. What, what, are, what would you say the changes that are necessary to modernize? Well, I mean, let, let the, uh, the frontline providers uh, uh, have more ability to uh, uh, ensure that they're able to fill the gaps they need. So try to, try to give them the ability uh, to have the same uh, provider, uh, healthcare professional, go into the same house daily, ensure they're able to, to uh, get there on time. Uh, help in, in the decision-making of, of bringing on uh, quicker, newer technologies and newer newer medical supplies that uh, decrease the amount of uh, uh, of time that is needed to have a PSW visiting and, and ensure uh, they're in the loop with uh, uh, family doctors and nurse practitioners to ensure the patient is, is truly the center of, of the um, the treatment. Yeah, I mean, I have to say one of the uh, complaints that I've been hearing a lot lately is that uh, e- people don't even get the care they're supposed to care uh, get. They, if they're supposed to get half an hour or an hour, somebody comes for 15 minutes because they have to get somewhere else. Right, and, and you know, this, this is a potential problem to make it worse in rural and northern Ontario uh, with the fact that uh, this new agency will... Uh, uh, take away uh, more patients from our service providers, and therefore uh, our service providers are going to have to struggle to ensure that uh, people can cover the mileage in order to see the patients they need to see. Um, you're you're going to hamper the current system uh, for a government-run system that is only overseen by themselves. It's it's ludicrous that uh, uh, in this situation the government is becoming not only the funder but the service provider at the same time. Uh, we've seen how this government operates with that type of oversight. They fail time and time again rather see them 
uh, work with the server for providers, fill in the gaps, and ensure the patients uh, get the treatment they need. Okay, uh, let's take a call from Joanne in Midland. Hello, Joanne. Joanne? Hello. Yes, you're on the air. Please go ahead. Um, yes, I'm an RN, and I've worked in the uh, home care sector for about 40 years. And I really think that what uh, Kathleen Wynne wants to do is a good idea. Um, I've been a case manager inside the CCAC, and I've worked for private, uh, for-profit companies. And there's a lot of money wasted in the bureaucracy of the LIN or the CCAC and within the private companies themselves so that I can see that a new agency that totally looks after the uh, funding or whatever for PSWs will improve the system. Um, I see that it has declined in the years that I have been inside the system, and I think there needs to be something different done. And, and how do you think that uh, yet another level of administration um, would be different? Well, I can't see that uh, it would possibly replace the system that's in place right now. Um, as the number of uh, agencies increase, there's more bureaucracies within these for-profit agencies and the bureaucracy that's within the LIN. And I would have as the guess that 50% of the money that the government puts into home care is spent on management. And and it's a mess out here in the community. People aren't getting an hour's service. You're right, they're getting 20 minutes. Um, uh, A lot of times they don't show up when they're supposed to. It's an absolute mess. I'm still working within the system. Okay, Joanne, uh, thanks for your call. I'm going to ask uh, Joanne Poirier to respond to what you've said. Thanks for your call, Joanne. Um, The other Joanne Poirier, uh, what what would you say to our caller? Well, I think there's no doubt that things need to be streamlined and so on, but I think inserting another level of bureaucracy instead of taking time to step back and have a look at how the system is working inside government and also outside of government in partnership with with the service providers. And the service provider organizations run very lean organizations because the focus is really on the client. And so I think that what we're asking for is to be afforded the opportunity. We all acknowledge that things need to be done differently and better. And to be able to sit down and say, what problem are we trying to solve? Where are the pain points for our clients? Having good conversations with the client population and their families and then working at the same table, everyone rolling up their sleeves to say, here are things that we could do to reduce um, the administration and also to streamline the process and enhance client care. I think at a time where with aging demographics um, in our province and across Canada, I think it's incumbent upon all of us to be able to uh, have a look at some creative solutions. And, uh, you know, right now we are operating under rules led by the government. And if there's an openness from the government to sit down with us and have a look at the rules that need to be streamlined or changed, that's the opportunity that we're asking for. Okay, uh, let's go to Dennis in Brampton. Hello, Dennis. 
Hi, Libby. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, so it seems to me we're, we're going back to the future here because some of us will remember when, in fact, uh, the proposed changes of the way it was in home care. And uh, the decision was made to privatize home care, uh, which resulted in the creation of organizations which con- put out uh, tenders for and contracted out those services. And generally, these came in at, at the lowest cost, and that, those are the ones that were successful by and large. I would argue that uh, the privatization, in fact, did not make matters uh, better. It made matters worse. And I think there's evidence out there that will support that. And what no one has mentioned is that the, 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 the privatization also inserts a for-profit motive into the provision of home care. And I can speak from personal experience uh, with respect to long-term care that the not-for-profit uh, facilities are considerably better than the ones that are run for profit. So I think this is a, a good change, and um, I look forward to it. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for your call. Uh, Candace and Caledon. Hi. I'm uh, just questioning the what the SEIU stands for because if it's the St. Elizabeth connection No no they, no it's a it's a union. It is a union, but yep. what does it stand Service for? Service Employees International Union. Okay. And 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 what agency is this all going to go under? Is this going to go under uh, a new Yep, a, a new a totally agency. new uh, forum? Yep. A new agency. And have they put a name on this? Uh, yes, I have to uh, look up the name. PSSO. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's uh, PSSO. I have to look it up. I'm sorry. It's uh, escaping me. Uh, uh, Jeff, do you remember what PSS? It's just another name. Yeah, something it's, like Public Service uh, yeah, of Ontario or it, something it, like that. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I see. Thank okay. you very much. Okay. Bye. All right. Um, so uh, where does this all uh, leave us with, uh, Jeff? Well, I, I'd, I'd just like to, to point out that uh, currently the home care providers are both nonprofit and for-profit organizations. It's not strictly for-profit. And, Correct. And, and the Auditor General has pointed out and disagreed that the government can deliver these services cheaper uh, than what's occurring in the system now. So uh, the fact that this government, uh, again, is investing in a new uh, uh, organization, new bureaucracy um, to duplicate what's already occurring in the system is, is ridiculous. That money should go to frontline care. And at the same time, the government should work with the current providers to fill in the gaps that are in the system. Uh, Joanne? So uh, while I appreciate the views of the callers, I think it speaks to the need for doing things differently and better. Uh, The Auditor General report in 2015 did point out that when um, the government uh, tries to operationalize and run something, it, it costs more, not less. And um, while it was privatized, you know, VON, amongst others, are not-for-profit. And the for-profits also have client care at the core of the business that they have. So we're really asking for that opportunity to collaborate and figure out what the future state looks like at a time where it's needed more than ever. Okay. Thank you both. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, the second and final progressive conservative leadership debate takes place tonight. We will look ahead to it and uh, hear your thoughts and your comments on what happens next in this fascinating race. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.